after four weeks of listening to the letter, St. Paul's letter to the Romans, we come to a conclusion today. So for four weeks, we were meditating on the word of God as St. Paul wrote to us, as St. Paul proclaimed to us. And as you know, that we went through the whole from right from the beginning. He says, this is the gospel. Gospel is the power, the power that saves us, the power of God, his love and mercy given to us. This is what the gospel is, the word of God alive. So St. Paul was able to summarize. You know, he taught, taught us about salvation, justification, justification by faith. He spoke to us about the power of the Holy Spirit at work within us, the many things that he wanted to make sure that we understand the, the true gospel, the gospel of Jesus, the gospel that saves us. But today we come to a conclusion and what we see is sort of unusual gospel. Uh, the first reading, I should say, is that most of it is, gives us different names. There's certain Greek names, Jewish names. It gives us a variety of names. And these are the names of people who are Christians in the, in the city of Rome. They were the Christians, and, and so St. Paul knows many of them, and then he wants to greet each one of them in this letter. Um, there's one thing that we can say is that for St. Paul, St. Paul was all focused on the proclamation of the gospel. That's all he wanted to do. Once he embraced Christ, once he embraced the gospel, the good news of salvation, once he came to know Jesus, he's the only one, there's no other, then he focused everything that he had, all his abilities, all his energies, he wanted to make sure that people would come to know him, come to know the joys of knowing Jesus, knowing the Father, knowing the Holy Spirit. That's all he wanted, that was his mission. So when today, when he, as the, for the conclusion of the letter, he says, greet Prisco or Priscilla and Aquila, my coworkers in Christ who risked their necks for my life. He realizes that these are the friends. These are his friends, but these are friends of Christ who are willing to, to do everything for him. And these are my coworkers in Christ Jesus. And so not only they risk their necks for my life, to whom not only I am grateful, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. And so greet also the church at their home. Because as you know, the persecution, the church was, uh, was celebrating the Eucharist gathering of Christians at home. So this is what St. Paul says. We can see who they were very quickly and what they were doing and what they have done for St. Paul, but also for those who, who are like himself, were members of the body of Christ. And then he continues, read my beloved Epinatus, who was the first fruits in Asia for Christ. So he considers him to be one of the first first uh, disciples who became a follower of Christ in Asia, in some place in the, uh, uh, you know, it's called Middle East area around the, where the present Turkey is. That's when he began his mission. Then greet Mary, who has worked hard for you. And then he speaks of two people, Andronicus and Junia, my relatives and my fellow prisoners, my relatives. So, so they were members of his own family who became Christians who also were fellow prisoners, which means they were persecuted as well. And, and they are prominent among the apostles and they were in Christ before me. So his members of his own family became Christians before Paul became Christian. 
Would you believe this? You know, we don't think of that. We just think of great St. Paul, his conversion, but his family members already were Christians before him. So in a sense, he was also persecuting them. Now then he continues with the great Ampliatus and Urbanus, our co-workers, and my beloved Stachys. And then what, the Lord, what St. Paul says, greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. So in, in some ways, St. Paul kind of summarizes all those who were followers of Christ and the many who went to Rome ahead of there. And then we have this, this uh, summary of the gospel itself. And now to him, to God the Father, who can strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to my gospel, because the uh, St. Paul was preaching. So this is the, the, the gospel that I was preaching to you and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret for long ages. So St. Paul understood that God slowly revealed the mystery of his salvation, the mystery of love for all of us, the mystery of wishing us to be in heaven with him. So that mystery kept secret for long ages, but now manifested through the prophetic writings, not only Old Testament, but also the writings of St. Paul and others who begin to proclaim. And according to the command of the eternal God made known to all nations, to bring about the obedience of faith. Obedience of faith is to listen to God's word and believe in him. So, and to, to the only God, through Jesus Christ, be glory forever and ever. A beautiful ending, beautiful conclusion of the, um, of the uh, letter of St. Paul. But what I wanted to underscore here is this friendship. Friendship in Christ. Friendship. These were his friends. These were co-workers. These are the people who form a community of faith. These are people who are friends. Sometimes we don't think in friendship, in category of friendship, but the Lord himself, he says, I don't call you servants, I call you friends, because I have revealed everything to you. We are friends of Christ. We're friends of his mission. We're friends because he has given to us this privilege of knowing him personally. Through the Holy Spirit, he's giving us the privilege of sharing with him his mission. And to be friends, how, to be, how can we be friends? And, and then the gospel says very clearly to us, I tell you, make friends, make friends for yourselves with, with dishonest wealth or meaning the material goods. Make, make friends, which means basically is what it is, is this. The friendship is very important, not only that God has invited us to friendship with him. God, right from the beginning, when he created us, he didn't create us as robots. He created us free to be able to enter into friendship with him. And this type of friendship, which means, look, uh, we, we have friends. We may have lots of friends, but we have really a couple of just good friends, or maybe close friends. We know how we rely on them, sharing our grief, difficulties, joys, whatever it may be. You know, during this, this pandemic, how many people said, I haven't been able to visit friends. Yes, we were in contact, but it wasn't as good because you know, it's not the same. We wanna visit someone, we wanna be with someone, we wanna spend time with someone. You know, yes, we have family members, but also friends. So sometimes family members become true friends, which is a beautiful gift if you can have 
as I remember this young woman who, she was so close to her mother, and they were like friends, they're calling each other by first name. I says, how can you just call your mom, you know, by first name? But, but it was that way. I have seen, and it was an incredible friendship. They could share everything. It's just a beautiful gift. It's not always that way. However, this friendship is so important because it, it creates a relationship in freedom, creates a friendship in support, and this is why St. Paul was so insistent on that friendship, but also not only St. Paul, but even Jesus. And so what Jesus is saying to us today is this, invest your resources in promoting the gospel, create friendship, invest resources, so that even if you are not able to do, but then you have friends who may be able to do that for you. I used to go out and do some you know, homilies, or I used to preach, and collect resources for missions. And I would say something like this, going in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska or wherever, knowing wherever it was, sometimes in the parishes, which were very rural parishes. And I would say something to that because it's the truth. You may not be able to go out to the missions. You may not be able to go out in different parts of the world. You may not be able to physically be there but by your love, by your prayers, by your resources, you're helping those who go in your name and they will do so for you. Just like, you know, I, we know have, we have the Association of Marian Helpers here and we know how you support us. You en en enable us to do things, whether it's, you know, live streaming or we are able to, to do programs, whatever we can do, because we wish the same thing as you wish that Christ will be known, that Christ will be loved, that people would participate in the salvation which the Lord gave us. So this is the gift that God gives us. We have the capacity through our friendship, spiritual friendship, to do many things. And we have a powerhouse because that friendship which we have allows us to pray with each other, pray for each other, to do mission with each other, to do things uh, on behalf of our Lord Jesus. And I think this is when we see St. Paul, even a whole group of people working for him and with him, he was able to do extraordinary things. And for us today too, we're able to do many things because on account of that friendship that we share, the friendship, that love that we have. But the Lord says to us more, yes, because all resources are ultimately God's. You know, God gave us the capacity through our abilities, through our talents, you know, to create resources, to, to, to you know, create even wealth. And yet, what do we do? We entrust it back to the Lord. Yes, we have to live. We know that we have to live. But then, as, as the, the gospel says, but after, after everything fails means when we have to leave this earth, then we will be welcome into eternal dwellings because our works of love, our works of mercy continue to proclaim or have continued throughout our life. You know, the, the works of mercy, you see, here's the gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 25, the last judgment. What did you do for the least of those who were there for you, those who were hungry, those who were thirsty, those who were sorrow, filled with sorrow, sadness, whatever, all those, what did you do? And this is the invitation. So therefore, that friendship is because we recognize in each other, our brother and sister, a friend who is in need. And so this is why we're motivated 
to, to, to do the variety of things, including works of mercy, which were invited, obviously. You know, you know there's collections each Sunday. You know, there's collections. There's also, uh, you know, works of charity and mercy that we wish to support and, 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 and do. But above all is the attitude of the heart. Is the attitude of heart. Are we trustworthy with the resources that God gave us? And this is the other aspect of the gospel, trustworthy. Are we trustworthy? Meaning that God has invested in us and what type of fruit do we produce? You know, there is something the, that we can say and you know, it's much easier to say that, okay, resources in terms of money, but I'm referring to resources that God gives us. What about our love for another? How do we invest in love? You know, love doesn't cost us. The more we love, the more loving we are. The more we become like God himself. What do we do with the mercy we have received, the gift of merciful love? What do we do? Do we pass on that mercy to others? Or we kind of say, okay, the Lord has given to me, I'm grateful to him for being merciful to me, for sparing me from this or that. And, and will I pass it on? What do I do with, with being, being a, a man or woman who desires peace and wishes to, harmon, to create harmony, to be a bridge builder? What do we do? And we can, we can multiply these things because spiritual gifts do not cost us. We can be as poor or as rich, doesn't matter. But, but exercising love, the love that God gave us, is we not only share and offer to others, but we grow in the very gifts that we share. Those are the spiritual gifts. And I know you know this, but this is why I'm kind of being reminded today, you know, that ultimately the Lord will ask us at the end of our life, what did you do with the love I gave you? What did you do with the life I gave you? And, and we have to say, Lord, we have not really been too good, but, but we believe that you're merciful. And you know, and it is, it is important for us like today to, to rely, realize and, and rely, realize who we are, what we, our mission is, what we need to do, and then, and, then, and then rely on God's power to help us out. I know that we have created, you know, within association, we have created Friends of Mercy. You know, those are people who kind of like to do something to promote divine mercy. And, you know, all of you, all of you here, all of those who are watching us, and the many who are members of the association, you know, you wanted to do something special or, or the Friends of Our Lady, you know, 13th of the Month Club, which means promoting the message of Our Lady promoting the, um, the, 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 the spiritual gift and the power of praying the rosary. But especially during this month of November, you know, the, the gifts that we have received to pray for another, for the souls in purgatory, because that friendship between us who are alive here and those who have gone, that friendship is never broken. The bond is never broken. How many people wrote after they watched the, uh, the purgatory movie and wrote to us, you know, I have to kind of change my life. I have to start praying for my relatives who have passed away. I have forgotten them. I have forgotten, you know, my grandmother or my grandfather who has passed away or, or even friends that I was associ associated with. You know, they perhaps they need our need of prayer. So that type of friendship or love that goes beyond just the here and now but also touches upon all those who have been with us, who have walked the journey, who gave us life, who gave us resources. 
you know, for our living uh, or opportunities, various opportunities, that we be mindful of them, that we be praying for them. And, and you know, that friendship could also extend to all of those who people have forgotten, you know, those who have died in, in various, uh, you know, earthquakes, those who have died in violence on the streets, all those, they also need prayer. And you know, those are the, that's the invitation. That's our friendship with Jesus. Jesus, I know that you want me to do something more on that spiritual level and to share, and to share in that, in the powerful intercessory gifts that you gave me. And of course, calling upon Our Lady. She is, she is today, she's probably waiting for us. You know, sometimes I would say to people, have you been talking to Our Lady lately? Has she been a friend to you? Have you been um, speaking to her about the needs that you have so that she may intercede? You know, Christ has entrusted her to us. So, you know, and I, I often, I don't know why sometimes, because, uh, you know, uh, the, way, the way I talk maybe, uh, but when I had a hard time praying a rosary and there was a time I felt like it was just too rote and it was just something that, I, you know, I felt like, well, you know, there's some other things I have to do is pushed around. And, you know, there was an inspiration that I received from the Lord who said something, and I just came out out of the blue. Instead of saying, Hail Mary, full of grace, I say, Hi Mary, we are full of grace. And the minute I said, Hi Mary, all of a sudden, you know, it's a relationship, language relationship, although the old English would say hail was hi, but today we don't say hail, <laughs> we say hi. So, so the, the, the words of, of the, uh, you know, Hail Mary seems a little bit distant to us because it is a prayer, but it's coded in the language of, of, of centuries past. And so, hi Mary, you're full of grace. The Lord is with you. You are blessed among all women. <laughs> and blessed is what your, your son, Jesus. You know, just, you know, those are the words of, of Archangel Gabriel. But if we were to translate, so when I started using that, all of a sudden I was able to pray the rosary a lot easier. Then I went back to the normal, normal way of saying. But the first couple of times when I would say that, all of a sudden I felt drawn to pray the rosary. So may, may that personal relationship with Our Lady be, that's a personal relationship, personal friendship with Our Lady, be a source of ongoing prayer, be a, a source of ongoing uh, encouragement to you, to all of us, because we need her. She's the mother of the Son, as you remember. She was the one who noticed to, before Jesus, uh, even though the Lord knows everything, but she says, they have no wine. We gotta do something. And Jesus says, what am I supposed to do? Woman, what am I? The hour has not come. And yet she's the one who's, who's initiating. She's the one who received the entrustment of all of us at the foot of the cross. Take care, this is your mother. He spoke to John, woman, behold your son. She's the one who is with us today. And the Lord is entrusting her to us, uh, to her. He's entrusting us to her. May we be, and then as we heard today, the importance of friendship, which St. Paul 
so beautifully articulates how those who have helped him and how he came to know them, even including his members of his own family. And how he says how important this mission of the proclamation of the gospel is to the whole world. And it is through our friendship that we, that we share that we are able to do many things. We're invited by the Lord today to, to use our resources to promote the gospel. That when, when we, the moment when we die, we'll know that our works, our resources have done extraordinary things, have brought many people into the fold, have helped them to believe, helped them to overcome their own brokenness, sinfulness, discouragement, lack of faith, all those things that we're able to do. Prayer, prayer above all introduces us into that powerful friendship, not only the sharing the, the mission of, of Jesus, our Lord, but also asking in particular way our Blessed Mother to help and assist us. And then finally, ourselves, we're invited to uh, not only to journey, but we are invited to enter the portals of heaven. And there we wish to be but we also wish many to be there as well, praying for those who have died and asking through the intercession of Our Lady for them. And this is our mission. This is the joyful mission of all of us. We're friends of Christ. We're friends of God. We're friends. We're not slaves. We're not servants. We're friends. And he wants to give us everything. He wants to divinize us to share the joys of heaven. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.